0: 651 641 1071. That's our phone number, and we'd love for you to call it and share your thoughts uh, as we all are absorbing the news about the firing of Matt Lauer and of Garrison Keeler on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and uh, yes, please do join the conversation.
1: Um, So we've been sharing, you know, in the last segment or so, we've uh, sort of been coming to terms with our own thoughts and opinions about uh, not only the case of Matt Lauer, but of course, Garrison Keeler now. And really just uh, what the last few weeks and months have meant regarding sexual assault allegations, sexual, uh, inappropriate beha- sexually inappropriate behavior in the workplace. I mean, this has had a broad reach. Um, it covers a number of industries, many of which we've not even gotten to yet. Uh, I was listening to a conversation this morning on the news regarding Wall Street, the tech sector. Apparently, there are some major uh, sexual assault allegations that will come down uh, in the world of uh, um, tech in Silicon Mm -hmm. Valley. Um, That, you know, areas of the. So this is this is but just perhaps the end of the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Not the beginning of the end. Um, but I did want to say just, this is my own point while we're waiting and Holly, feel free to jump in when, when callers are on the line to share their own thoughts and opinions, because I really do think it's, it's important to have people to, uh, sort of process this with us. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. That's the number. But I, I, one of the things that I have been thinking about, um, and I'm curious what others, you know, have been thinking about as well, that. I've spent a lot of the last year being very cynical about the world around us, and that's for a number of reasons, which we don't even have to get into. But I will say that I know this seems very heavy. I know this seems very depressing. I know that it's eye-opening for a lot of people who didn't realize the depth and breadth of sexual assault and what women have to face on a regular basis, but I do honestly think that there is a huge... Silver lining a uh, bright spot in all of this darkness, which is that, okay, so we can cynically look at NBC's decision to fire Matt Lauer as perhaps a little too late. Perhaps they've been sitting on this story for a long time. But I will say that unlike years past, times past, when typically what would happen when an allegation like this would come up is an organization would say, You know, we've been made aware of these allegations. We will do an investigation and uh, maybe we've suspended a person for a period of time with Matt Lauer. Specifically, it was very quick, regardless of what they knew beforehand in terms of this specific allegation that was made. Allegedly Monday within 48 hours, NBC had made the decision to end Matt Lauer's employment, mm-hmm. not to suspend it, not mm-hmm. to put it on hold, not to um, revisit it at a later date, mm-hmm. but simply to hold him accountable. End of story. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly that for me, the bright spot in all of this has been things, you know, we keep thinking, is this a, a moment where things are going to change? You know, is this a moment where six months from now we will say that there has been a lasting uh, improve or a lasting difference. I think there is, and mm-hmm. I think that you know stories like Matt Lauer, stories like Garrison Keillor at NPR. Look at what NPR is saying they are doing. Mm-hmm. Not that you know. Thank you for your time, Garrison Keillor will no longer go forward with future projects. Mm-hmm. We are going to remove you mm-hmm. from our institution, mm-hmm. your likeness, your name. The thing that you spent decades creating, that to me is evidence that things have changed fundamentally, yeah. structurally for the better.
0: Yes, absolutely. And that there are consequences for actions that uh, that are lasting and uncomfortable and life altering. Let's go to Chase. Chase is on the line. Chase, what are your thoughts?
2: I just am waiting for people to come out again with allegations against female people. Because there's a lot of people who have
1: experienced assault and sexual misconduct from females, and we haven't heard any word from them at all.
0: Yeah, th- thank you for that perspective, um, Chase. And I don't disagree with you that that certainly um, that there are women who are guilty also of sexual assault. Um, I would say it's far more rare, and at this time. That is not where the attention is, but that's not to say it shouldn't be or that it won't be. Uh, Let's go to Sarah. Sarah's on the line. Hi, Sarah. Hi. What did you want to share?
3: Well, I was just saying that I or thinking that uh, the, with Garrison Keillor, I'm not surprised by either one of them, but with Garrison Keillor, I think the higher you hold yourself in the higher esteem, the more you can get, think you can get away with it. Mm -hmm. And with, with Matt Lauer, it doesn't surprise me, but my thing is, how can you be your reporter, Matt, and you're reporting on Charlie Rose last mm-hmm. week? Aren't you thinking that this is going to come down on you, or have you been trying to pay people off behind their backs so that it doesn't come out? Yeah, Sarah, that is, yes and
0: yes, and thank you for your call. <clears throat> um, and I would say the exact, I think we both said the exact same thing, right, Brad? Like, he had to... St- he had to report on these things.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, he's just so full of himself that he's not, you know, self-aware. I mean, both are possible. I mean, if it were me, I would be shaking in my boots, you know, reporting on a story that I know full well, uh, you know, I am guilty of. Had, had behaved similarly. I, I did just want to follow up, too, on the previous call about women. You know, look power is power, and I don't think power knows gender. I think men tend to be in positions of power more than women, which is a whole commentary on society. But I think that you will see these stories to a lesser degree, primarily because women are in less positions of power. But women in -hmm. power are capable of the same behavior as as men.
0: Let's go to Christy. Uh, Hi, Christy.
3: What were your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are that power is corrupting. And there has been a culture in in the world where men in power feel entitled to behave in a manner that isn't appropriate, and and you know there's the whole excuse of locker room talk and 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 um, inappropriate, and oh you know she she didn't mind she's she's attractive she's dressed a certain way so she doesn't mind she's encouraging this behavior. I've I've watched and observed people behave badly because they're in place at point places of power for for way too long. And I think we're just starting to see that explode because um, feminism has reached a point, humanism has reached a point where we're not going to tolerate this kind of behavior toward people who are not in power any longer. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's that. And it isn't a male, female thing. I've, I've watched women behave pretty badly in positions of power. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: and they may not do the same behaviors as right. men when they're in power, but but the ability to wield power at the expense of those not in it is is an equal opportunity offender. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Christy. Uh, we do have to we do have to take a, a little moment away, but we do want to get back to this conversation. So six five one six four one one zero seven one. We really do want to hear all perspectives and and have a conversation about this because change can't happen right unless we can have. A civilized conversation. So we will be talking. Or just
1: let it out. I mean, you know, do what you got to do. I don't care.
0: We're talking about Matt Lauer and frankly, Garrison Keeler as well, and uh, the latest allegations of misconduct in the workplace and the resulting uh, firing of both of them on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.
3: Previously on Jason and Alexis.
2: Playing a little catch up.
1: Between us and with all of you, it's been a while since the three of us have been back together. Pink, pink. This is pink. Did you say
4: Kesha? No, catch up. Catch up. Catched we're up. playing catch up because we,
3: let me interpret <laughs> you oh what he just said. Oh my God, I thought
2: you we're playing Kesha. I was oh, like, no, this is
1: Pink Jace. <laughs> oh my goodness. Two That's.
2: words,
3: catch up. I'm
1: using
2: oh, Kesha. Sorry I'm, about that. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. No,
2: no, you've been gone. This is I a
1: Pink have, song. I have missed you so much. <laughs> Lex, it's not <laughs> catch up.
3: Ketchup, it sound like not...
2: Kesha. We're playing Kesha. Oh
3: my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm sitting here, and all of a sudden you're just like pink. sounds like Tourette's.
2: Pink. Well, pink, I, I know. Pink, I'm like pink, pink. Uh, uh,
3: Are you just saying a
1: favorite color? What are you doing?
2: Bringing you everything entertainment, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk 107.1, the radio home of. Oh, I'd see that. I love the book. My Talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. I think we'd
0: all so much rather just bask in the happiness of Christmas music, but uh, unfortunately, until
1: Santa Claus is, is can.
0: Okay. Of you know something. what? Too soon. Too soon. It's the Colleen and Bradley show horrible. on MyTalk1071, 1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We're everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's the wisecracking Bradley trainer.
1: Uh, somebody's gotta make a joke. It's <laughs> oh, too man. heavy out here. It
0: really is. And and what we're particularly responding to today is the allegations against Matt Lauer that ended resulted in his uh, his dismissal by NBC. That we heard right away. In the morning, and then right before our show, we got the news that Garrison Keeler similarly had had uh, some allegations against him of sexual misconduct, and he also has been um, fired by NPR, or at least they are they're distancing Severing their they're sever. Yeah, exactly, because yep. he was not technically employed by them. Uh, and we're asking for your thoughts six five one six four one one zero seven one. Should we get straight
3: to some calls? Yeah, let's take some calls. Okay. We've got Elizabeth on the line. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. I was just thinking about, you know, the idea that all this stuff going on in the news and all the things happening, that it would create almost more awareness, too, for the people that are kind of the handlers of these, especially the famous people, Mm -hmm. the people that spend every day with them, like these assistants and secretaries and even when it comes to non-celebrities like mates or people who they work with, who maybe the victims tell them mm-hmm. a story or they hear rumors and it makes people be more aware of it and maybe report more and be more sensitive to things they hear, even though they may just think it's a rumor. Is it, it's maybe more, they're more susceptible now to report stuff and, and assistants and secretaries be more sensitive about losing their job if they don't report what they hear or see.
0: Elizabeth, thank you for your call. And that's, that's it is a really good point. And what it made me think about is, you know, what, what does happen if you are a person who has seen something occur in the workplace, you know, are, and you go report it. I don't, I mean, I don't know the answer to that.
1: What do you, what do you mean?
0: Like if I saw something happening between two people and I saw somebody being victimized in one way or another, by an employee, by a coworker, and I go to HR and I say I saw this, or I report to a superior. I saw this interaction take place. This person seemed to be uncomfortable. Then what you know? How does that then play out? In other words, kind of what uh, what Elizabeth was saying about you know the people who are around the people who are behaving this way. What um, responsibility do they have then? To go and and talk to somebody who can do something. Well,
1: and I think in the case of, uh, in response to what she was saying, when it comes to like assistants and managers and talent agents and things like that, they, you know, not so much a casual bystander seeing behavior, but somebody whose job it is to get that person work, like you cannot, you cannot cover for those people any longer. That will not be allowed. Right. There are a lot of people that have been complicit in this behavior. And I think that, you know, to her point that's not going to be acceptable anymore
2: Mm -hmm.
0: let's go to carol hi carol hello what did uh, you want to share well
4: you know while i was on hold i think it's kind of interesting because my comment or my question kind of ties into what elizabeth the previous caller said my question is, this awareness is all great, and I'm all for it. However, um, since you know, being feeling uncomfortable in the workplace is very subjective, how do you define it?
1: Mm-hmm. And I
4: say that, for instance, my husband works in um, an environment, and, and there, there, there happens to be one very attractive female there, and the men notice her, and they do talk amongst themselves is that sexual harassment what if somebody overheard them is that wrong they are males there happens to be a fitness um facility and she gets into her fitness outfit and walks around and they they're men they notice it and they talk they would never act on it but is that sexual harassment
3: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
1: all of this is Chris Jenner,
3: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Now, it really is, it depends on the person who's hearing it or observing it or is uh, a the party to it. The subject of it, it. Yeah. yeah. It really would just, it, it really would depend on what that person felt and, you know, they're luckily, here's the thing.
4: But how do you mind off. I mean, I mean, I worked I worked also when I did uh, there was a, a, a handsome guy there and we females talked amongst ourselves. That is
0: harassment also? Well, well it kind of depends on what the nature of the conversation
1: is as well. And Carol, thank you very much for making your points. And I just, I, I think that Carol has probably voiced things that a lot of people are thinking about. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't adjudicate sexual harassment and explain how those policies work in detail. We did a little bit of that during our... Uh, my talk One round roundtable about sexual assault and sexual harassment in the workplace. And I would say if you are not familiar with your own workplace's sexual uh, harassment policy, it would help you to, to, to read it and to talk to HR about it so that you understand. Because what I will say is Carol, I think, was conflating um, A number of things and just um, finding someone attractive does not necessitate uh, a sexual harassment right situation. Um, But again, it's all about the person who's a party to it, a victim of it, Mm -hmm. subject to it Mm -hmm. and what they feel. So, you know, again, I would just tell Carol to. Check with their HR yeah. department. I mean, maybe. I think
0: it's interesting because I do think that we frequently, we have a tendency to go from A to Z very quickly. There is a massive difference between uh, having a conversation. And we've had conversations, I'll be upfront about it, about people that we work with who we think are attractive. We've said, that is a one that is a yeah, good looking person. I will that is say, a good
1: looking man. There's a difference between that, like two people in private sharing thoughts and if that person were in the room and that person, and we were like, "Ooh, that person's hot." well, of course, that could be uncomfortable, right. and inappropriate,
0: and that's kind of what I'm saying is it's one thing to say to have a conversation with somebody else and say that is an attractive person versus, you know, t- t- talking to them about how attractive they are, talking about what you'd like to do to them. I mean, ish and for no, not appropriate,
1: and for the record, none of the behavior alleged. Is anywhere close right. to commenting on someone's attractiveness. Exactly. It's very much person to person physical contact. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we've got callers on the line, Robin and Carolyn. I hope you'll stay right where you are. And if you are listening and you'd like to get your word in, 651 641 1071. We will continue after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.
3: My Talk 1071 everything
5: no more rhymes now i mean it anybody want
3: to feel it entertainment
0: we're continuing with our conversations about the firing of matt lauer and of garrison keeler after allegations of uh, sexual misconduct in the workplace uh, and we're taking your calls on the colleen and bradley show at, on my talk 107.1 streaming live at mytalk talk 107.1.com i'm colleen lindstrom that's Bradley Trainer.
1: It's been a heavy day, but you know what? Uh, at least you got us to help get We're you through it.
0: We're all here together. Uh, okay, so we've got a few callers on the line. I'm going to take them in the order because a lot of them have been holding for quite some time. Let's go to Robin first. Hi, Robin. Hi. What did you want to share?
5: Well, I wanted to share, I drive a school bus. And I'm seeing this kind of behavior in high school boys already and, and not being corrected
2: mm-hmm
0: not being uh, cor- just curious really quickly not being corrected by by whom
5: the, the um the school board the school okay um an example what happened with me is i was driving activity bus with um boys sports and when they got on the bus they stripped one for sure stripped down to his underwear to change back into civilian clothes and I brought it to the attention of my supervisor and the superintendent, and they just kind of swept it under the rug like, well, they didn't look like they were intent to harass me by stripping, but at the same time, there was no discipline, there was no corrective action, you know, and it's like, well, why did you say something? I said, well, I didn't say something because then I would have been accused of being a peeping Tom. mm
1: do, do you have um something in your you know workplace where you can go and and you know whether it's the school or not like the the person who's employing you i'm saying mm-hmm. is like there the a, dispatcher is there an h r department that you can you know register a complaint with
5: that would be the superintendent mm. and i did
1: hmm. okay
0: interesting well, yeah so
5: that, you know so it's, it's, so the behavior isn't being corrected even at a at a high school age.
0: Right, it just sort of adds to the culture of 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 this kind of thing. Okay, let's move on to, is it Caroline or is it Carolyn? Caroline. Hi, Caroline. What did Hi. you want to share?
5: Well, I had the opposite experience. My husband was, she says, flirting, I say sexually harassed. My husband relentlessly at work, which event, eventually led to a affair, which has now led to the breakup of our marriage because of this woman.
1: Hmm. Okay, so you're saying basically that um, there was an inappropriate relationship at work. Um,
5: yes, yeah, she started flirting with my husband, broke him down, ended up having an affair, and he multiple multiple times ended it, and she kept pressuring him and um, uh, harassing him at work and everything like that all the time. You know, now it's leading to the breakup of our marriage because of all this situation. Oh, I'm so sorry That's to hear about that. Heartbreaking,
1: Caroline. Yeah, thank you for sharing that story. You. I I will say though that I I I have never had the experience. I'm now racking my brain to make sure, but I've never had the experience of dating anybody in the workplace. I just can't even imagine like um, going there, you know, mm-hmm. with a peer, much less in a uh, with a person in a position of of power.
0: Let's go to Kim. Hi, Kim. What did you want to share?
2: Hi. Um, I wanted to share that uh, this is about 20 years ago. My son was in seventh grade, and I got a phone call at work that I needed to come to the school that my son was possibly going to be charged with sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? He's in seventh grade. I can't imagine what did he do, you know, throw some girl up in the locker. Anyway, my husband and I rushed to the school to find out that what he said was he told his friend who, the girl wasn't even in the class. It was her friend that overheard it. Something about her being flat on the board, and I was stunned. I mean, not that that was right, but they were. They, if the parents were upset enough, they could have charged him and suspended him from school. Mm-hmm. So that was twenty years ago. So they did take action then. And nothing came out of it. Um, it was a good lesson for him to respect girls and women, and we don't talk that way, but, um, you know, I I just, I was a little shocked by that. Um, as far as Matt Lauer, I was not surprised at all. For some reason, it seems like this has probably been going on for a long time. Mm
5: -hmm.
2: So, um, you know, it's unfortunate all of this is coming out and hitting us all at once, but I, I think it's been long overdue and, um, I'm glad that that it's coming to a head and hopefully things will happen, you know? Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, when Carol called and said, uh, that, you know, things are happening at, at work and can you be charged by just saying something? Mm-hmm. I think especially as, as adults, it, they need to take it serious. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, absolutely. absolutely. Children are adults. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: Thank you.
0: Thank you for your call, Kim. Um, Let's just, we've got so many, six five one six four one one zero seven one. if you want to get in on the conversation. We've got Damien on the line. Hi, Damien, what did you want to add?
2: Yeah, I just had a question or, or a comment um, about the sexual harassment in the workplace. You're saying, you know, with the real gray area, where do you draw the line as far as, say you like someone in the workplace and you go up to them and, and, and say that, hey, I'm, I'm interested in
1: you, I like you, um, and that, and now she feels sexually harassed. I mean, where do you draw the line on it mm-hmm. you know what I, mean? I don't understand you know again and and thanks for your call I yeah, think just like me. we told Carol you know it's important to know the policy in place in your workplace mm-hmm. and and it may what I'm hearing from a lot of these calls honestly as I'm distilling uh listening to a lot of these comments people are feeling perhaps um what's the word scared is not the word vulnerable vulnerable yeah um if you're a good person, I don't think you have anything to worry about. Mm-hmm. If you, if there is legitimately a question about a policy that's in place in your workplace, policies are not de- are not designed to harm people who don't commit crimes.
0: Right. They're there to protect
1: people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so I would be less concerned about you tripping up uh, or running afoul of uh, a policy that you're not actively. Um, Flouting. Right. Or. Right.
0: Yeah. In the cases of. So in other words. In the cases of some. Many of the people we've been talking about. Harvey Weinstein. uh, Matt Lauer. As it sounds. um, Those people were committing egregious. Yeah. Uh, sexual misconduct errors. Yeah. You
1: know he was masturbating in front of yeah. women. In, if yeah, you're not doing yeah. that in the workplace, you might be safe. You're probably okay. <laughs>
0: right. These were these were deep systemic, uh, you know, behaviors that were, the, and there was a complex cover up of them. I think our tendency is to go, well, to try to put ourselves in that in that scenario and go, okay, well, what does this mean for me? I get it. That's part of why we love to talk about pop culture. Pop culture provides us an opportunity to kind of apply life lessons or, you know, in a non-threatening way to ourselves. But as you mentioned, Bradley, in in most likelihood, um, you are not if you are not taking your stuff out and showing it around the office. And if you
1: if if honestly, you know, and again, I think it's. It's a legitimate thing to ask questions sure. like if I find somebody attractive in the workplace and I want to approach them, what is the policy at my employer? I will tell you that there is probably a very specific policy in place, and it may not be what you want to hear. It mm-hmm. may say that is inappropriate behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, It may not be sexual assault, but it may not be permitted by your employer. And that's just Mm -hmm. one of those things. Better to be educated about what the policy is than to run afoul of it accidentally. That said, I doubt, uh, just to reiterate, that there are very many people Um, innocently running afoul of their their company's sexual harassment policies um, because of you know unintentionally flirtatious behavior
0: right Uh, let's take uh, this call from Jan and then and then we'll get to some more calls after we break hi Jan
6: hi what did you want to add well this whole corporate America thing it's kind of blows me away because we we went through sensitivity training back in the 80s and 90s and and yes, yeah, like you say, uh, you know, kidding, but pulling your junk out is one thing. But if, if you're overheard talking to someone and they don't like it, then you can be written up. If you're having an affair with someone who is of a lower level and you're a manager and they're not or something like that, you can be fired. And these are the types of things that you need to know about your own HR and your company's policies. But typically in, in the corporate land... Um, You know, we've been here for decades, and we've been afraid to even uh, compliment someone. You really look nice today, because basically it's this. If they don't like you, they will find a way to, um, you know, report you for some kind of behavior. So you just need to be respectful and be logical, and I think it starts with the woman earlier who's thinking that her son shouldn't have said that about a girl being flat as a pancake or whatever i think those are just disrespectful and starting at a young age so
1: okay, yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. you very much can i also just say that i think uh w- w- what she's saying is it there's a lot of self-evaluation that people are going to do regarding this kind of behavior and it may seem like unfair but i don't i honestly don't think so i think if you're learning to be a better person by not you know, sexualizing your workplace and not, I mean, we, it's not to say we all don't have inappropriate conversations at work. We do. Um, You're rolling your eyes, Colleen. No, I'm, that's a knowing glance. We have inappropriate conversations a lot at our work. Um, But if somebody came to me and said, I was in a, I felt uncomfortable with that conversation you know, I would think, I would hope that I would try to learn from that experience mm-hmm. and understand that, okay, if I did something I wasn't supposed to do, there's going to be consequences for it. We're all adults. Like, right. why is this, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, why right. is that a surprise? Right. I have, but I, but you know, I have heard of a torrent of sexual assault allegations. I have not heard a torrent of allegations. Of, unfounded people being fired for unfounded behavior, Mm -hmm, right? Like mm -hmm. you, I get that people are paranoid about that or concerned about it, but we just don't see evidence of it. So I would tend to worry less about that than this, this real plague Uh, of behavior that's gone unaddressed for a very long time, which Mm -hmm. is actually harmful.
0: Yeah. Uh, 651-641-1071. We'd love to continue to take your calls. We've got Allie and Deb on hold. I would love it if they would just stay right where they are. And we'll get to those calls and more after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk one zero seven one.
2: Lori and Julia. You can exercise like Ruth Bader Ginsburg with the RBG workout book. Notorious RBG. Uh Her, Her exercise trainer has come out with a book. It came out last month. You don't see exercise books for people who are past a certain age. I mean, that may want to get into exercise. Hello, and want to- Jack LaLanne. Well, is Jack La- well, where is he, Lori? I don't know. <laughs> he's dead and he's yes. not on TV. I, I, I don't think That's you have a leg not. to stand on that there's
5: not exercise stuff for old people out there.
2: Why don't you just say this is a great idea. This is fantastic. If you're a political person and you like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Who doesn't like Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Why not get your loved one, The RBJ Workout? It's a book. It's
1: VHS. Yeah, it's VHS.
2: <laughs>
3: Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. The radio home of being first to know if a new show sucks. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. We're not ready for it.
0: <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. We are streaming live at mytalk 1071com and doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And today... Uh, everything Entertainment is uh, all focused on the news that we encountered this morning that Matt Lauer has been fired from NBC and the Today Show after allegations of sexual misconduct. And then right before our show went on the air, we got the further news that the same is true for uh, Minnesota's own Garrison Keeler. And we have opened up our phone lines to talk with you about your thoughts on uh, these stories And uh, shall we just go right back to the phone? Yeah, I think
1: that's a great idea.
0: Let's talk to Allie. Hi, Allie. Hi,
7: how are you? I love you guys. Oh,
0: thank you. We love you.
7: Hey, um, I've I've got a few different things, but I know we don't have time for this. I was uh, telling your producer or whoever I spoke to originally, I just feel like there's a little bit of a witch hunt, and I am kind of fearful for a lot of men um, as to... Them not. I, I know they should know how to behave, and um, but there's a few of the women that I've seen on TV that it kind of seems like they just want to get their faces out there and and uh, become a little bit more um, known to the world. I know there's better ways of doing it than that. <laughs> can I
0: ask you? Can, I, I'm, I've heard that I've heard that comment before, and I'm curious about it because my question is this. What is it about the women that makes you think that they are looking for attention? I, and I'm, that's an authentic question.
7: Well, sure. It's like the Playboy Bunny with Al uh, with Al Franken. Um, it's not like she probably hadn't had any men ever touch her or anything like that. I don't know whether Al touched her or not. I only saw the picture where he held his hands over her and... He was a uh, a comedian, and I don't like to say that, you know, they have the right to do that, but they kind of go under a different um, code of behavior sometimes. It depends on, I guess, if they're on stage or not. I don't know. I feel like Al Franken is one of the best people we've had here in Minnesota, which really saddens me that, you know, this happened. And, I mean, anybody that's worked with him since then, I don't know about the new people. I didn't hear about the new people that... Um, Said that he had misbehaved, but there was a lot that was on his side and stuff. I hope I didn't go too far with. Oh no, you're fine. (laughs) You were just fine, and I'm sure it goes the same way for um, you know women misbehaving as well. I had uh, a manager at a restaurant that came in and singled me out, said he didn't like me because well he tried to rub himself against me and things like that, and I wouldn't stand for it so he found a way to get me fired and shortly after that he got fired for doing the same thing to a tiny woman in in the restaurant in which I was happy that happened I I actually caught him on I took a tape in and recorded some of the things he said to me and took it to the board of directors actually got my job back but then kind of made my life a living heck working there because of that so I just quit and went on my way but could I mention something real quick sure going in 50 different yeah. Directions. yeah do you remember when matt lauer years ago uh there was a big scandal about him and natalie morales yes oh, yeah. he had an affair with her uh-huh. and actually they think one of her children is his yeah so they are not this is not new to them with matt lauer and why now all of a sudden of course it, it's going to be interesting to find out who the person is that's bringing this to the forefront
1: and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Thank you, Ali. Thank you. Very much for bringing all of those points. I mean, just a couple of things. The one point that I would make regarding uh, one of the things she said about Al Franken, I feel like a lot of people um, really started reacting differently once the allegations came out against Al Franken because they were so different in a manner of degree Mm -hmm. than, say, Harvey Weinstein. Mm -hmm. But I think that people... um, mm, for myself, I will say that, you know, I I found myself particularly a fan of Al Franken and and uh, a lot of what he's done throughout his career. And it was shocking and saddening. Um, and one of those stories that I just didn't really want to, you know, at first hear. But as I think about it and as I think about all of these stories, I, I think it's like I think we can live in a complex world where like there are people who do things that mm, are bad And then there are people who do things that are worse and both people can be held accountable for their behavior. And it doesn't mean that um, you don't hold one person accountable and then you do the other. I I honestly think we can live in a world of gray where and I think we frankly have to because. There are all sorts of behaviors yeah. that need to be addressed, and they're they're all wrong, yeah. and and we can treat them and react to them differently, but still hold them all accountable.
0: You are so absolutely right, Bradley, because I think that that is part of like what I'm actually getting from the conversations that we're having. Right now, today, we have so many people kind of calling and, and curious about kind of the lesser degrees and whether or not those are still kind of considered bad behavior. And the answer is if they are considered bad behavior, then yes, they are. And they should be addressed. But, but if we're going to constantly say, well, it's not as bad as X, Y, or Z, then really nothing is ever going to change.
1: Yeah. Right. That, that, that behavior will paralyze us or keep us from actually doing something Mm -hmm. about things like, oh, well, I mean, the Sal Franken thing was a little too far. I mean, come on. She just, again, like it, If I did something uh, that, you know, like Al Franken, I would hope that I would be held accountable for that. Mm -hmm. What that being held accountable for ultimately will, you know, he's a politician. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be in the hands of voters or the people that are, uh, you know, have the ability to remove him from his position. Like, I am fine trusting in, in all of those things to take care of themselves. I don't think we are in the midst of an overreaction, honestly. If people who it has been proven uh, had things alleged that turned out not to be true and then things were done to them unfairly, then we can talk. Right. But until and unless that happens, I feel like we we really don't need to worry too much about an overreaction or a witch hunt as one of our listeners called it.
0: Yeah. And it's again, and I'm, and I, and that's why I asked Allie uh, very specifically because that is another thing I've heard. And I really did mean this in earnest. Like when, when somebody says that though, the people who are accusing are looking for, and I've heard a paycheck, I've heard attention, I've heard any number of things. I truly want to know what, what is it about, their story that has given you that impression, because I think that it's important to examine that, um, and so that's why I asked that. Uh, but and again, I think that goes hand in hand with that word witch hunt. I mean, I also want to
1: meet the woman who's sitting fat on fat stacks of cash because she made allegations that weren't true. Exactly. I mean, I'm not saying that the world—it's not possible that things like that can happen, but again, I'm I'm not seeing a lot of that. What I am seeing a lot of. Is a system of men behaving very badly mm-hmm. um, and frankly being protected for a long time.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, we will come back with more on this. I mean, you know, we've got the, the calls keep coming and we keep answering. We'll Thank be you back guys. answering your calls on My Talk 1071. Go.
3: Go. My Talk 1071. Everything.
0: You talking to me?
5: You talking to me?
3: Entertainment.